When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday night and the boss is out of town. So we're running the place here. I am Jack Farmer. I'm here with the Demon Diva, Issa, as well as Justin Lavar. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited to dive into it. But first, how are you two doing? Uh, Issa, how are you? Uh, thanks for joining us on a Monday. I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, I, I, I actually enjoy Raw, so this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, you chose a good one to uh, to tune in for. Uh, Justin, how about you? How are you doing? I'm good. Rather, you know, I mean, Raj and all of, all of his uh, b- bitterness towards Raw. Of course, he misses out on the on the one the night. That's, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it's worth it. Whatever he's doing, but yeah, yeah. you know, Papa Raj is, is gone. He left the house unlocked. Here we are. We got the run of the roost. The booze cabinet's coming undone. It's wild here at Wrestling Inc. Issa and I yeah. twice in 24 hours. It's going to be crazy. Add Jack Farmer in the mix. Woo! Yeah. That's a cocktail. Shoot. <laughs> I love it. This is going to be a fun episode. Well, <laughs> I am not doing very well. My fantasy football team and my real team just keep letting me down, you guys. I had a bad weekend, but this episode of Raw was fun. This was a heavy hitter of an episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. But before we do, I always like to uh, we always like to start with the news and, and whatnot first. And uh, some big news came on Wrestling Inc. today. I want to chat with you guys a little bit about it. Um, Alexa Bliss seems to be uh, taking some time off. Uh, we don't know for how long, but uh, as Raj said on Wrestling Inc., everyone should be following Wrestling Inc. for all the latest news, said that it would be for a few months. Now, she lost to Charlotte Flair last night after having Lily torn to shreds. Uh, Justin, uh, anything to take away from this? You think this might be a reboot for her or just some time off or? Well, I'm not sure what the time off's for. Uh, maybe Raj will be able to d- deliver more of the news as that he's finding out. But uh, I mean, whether it's personal or whether it is just, you know, rest in the body and rest on the mind, it is an opportunity to reset things. You know, you could certainly take, you know, ripping the Lily doll up last night as a chance to, if, if WWE wants to, you know, she ended up again, whether it was on purpose or not, she ended up becoming, you know, the, the carrying on the Bray Wyatt, uh, Firefly Funhouse gimmick to an extent. If they want her out of that, this is a chance to reboot that and let her go to something else. But as we discussed last night, uh, I mean, you know, sh- she's over the Lily dolls over on WWE shops. It's pretty over. So I don't necessarily know if, if that's needed, uh, and it seems like she's having fun, it's also a gimmick that allows her to have screen time every week, but not have to bump every week. And I, and I think there was a stretch there in Alexa Bliss's uh, career when she was trying to be work rate heavy uh, and taking more bumps, where I feel like durability was an issue. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to make of this, but I I, I would be okay keeping this. I uh, me personally, it, the only. Yeah, I was kind of bummed that uh, she, that this is the time she's taking off because it felt like this rivalry with Charlotte Flair was when she started to really click for me and started to really do some good things. Uh, Issa, Alexa Bliss taking time off. We don't know what it's for. Uh, I don't like to speculate, but um, any thoughts on her being away for a little bit? 
I do. I think the queen is going to get married and she's going to make a beautiful bride. She was just on People Magazine with her fiancé talking about wedding plans. So I have a feeling that's what this time off is for. It's for, I personally wish they would have filmed something. Maybe they did, in which she goes backstage after the doll gets ripped off and somebody has an intervention. That way, when she comes back, should you want to you know, just get rid of that character, you kind of film something to prepare us for it. Um, that being said, I do think it's the best thing for her right now. And especially if, again, speculating, if Bray Wyatt was to show up elsewhere, maybe this gimmick is not a good time to be running it in WWE. So a break from it is not going to hurt anybody. Did you like Alexa Bliss in this character? I have mixed feelings about it. There was a few times in which I did enjoy it. Then it got a little too spooky for me. Um, but <laughs> I thought I thought her acting was great. Even last night yeah. when she was crying, at some points I was like, why do I feel sad right now? I don't even like this. So, I mean, she was very committed, and I had to give her respect for that. Well, Raj loved what she was doing, so no, he's he going to be heartbreaking. Don't lie broken. to me. You think just because I'm not here on Mondays, I don't know. <laughs> he was. He's going to be heartbroken that she's gone. I, like I said, I thought she was just clicking. I was. Ex- I thought this was great. But if she's getting married, good for her. I'm happy for her. And uh, best of luck to her. Uh, Brett Murphy in the chat says, Farmer, if I hear you say one thing positive of Drew's return, I swear to God, I'm going to go ballistic. Same. We will see. That's a, that's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about that at the end. Um, but we also want to talk, speaking of someone who's taking time off, it sounds like someone's trying to come back to WWE, and it's the Funkadactyl Cameron. Uh, Ariana Andrew said in an interview with uh, managing editor, editor here at Wrestling Inc., Nick Hausman, that she actually reached out to Vince McMahon about coming back. And she said he actually got back to her and said uh, that he would pass it along to John Laurinaitis, who's the head of talent relations. We may be seeing the return of the Funkadactyl. Uh, Issa, do you want to see her come back? Were you a fan of her when she was in WWE? Not necessarily, no. I don't mind if she comes back. You know, it's, it's not... It's going to be the only place that she does something. I mean, you would think that by now she would have done something elsewhere. So it's probably more convenient for her to just come back. Yeah. Justin, any any strong feelings on uh, the Funkadactyl? I mean, I enjoyed the Funkadactyls when it was that <laughs> when it was them and the dancing and, and the whole Brodus presentation. Obviously, Na- Naomi's going off and done great for herself as a single star. I mean, I'm never going to say I don't want to see, you know, unless, unless I think somebody's like a bad person, which I don't think she is. I'm not going to ever say yeah. I want to see somebody not get a payday and not a... Uh, you know, whatever, right. but I, I don't, you know, she, and I think she'd be the first to admit it. And she's talking in interviews. I mean, she obviously, you know, wasn't the, there's only so many Eva Marie's you can have around that are there that exactly. can, that can grab the heat and can have that Hollywood crossover appeal. You know, when you, when you read the transcript of her interview, or if you listen to it with Nick, it's kind of like, you know, she's kind of like, you know, this looks pretty cool now. There actually, there's a women's revolution going on in wrestling. I think I like to get back into this now. I call. I I even called Vince. I actually still had his number. I called him, and uh, he and he uh, just told me to go talk to John. Um, it kind of felt like a yeah. <laughs> okay, John, you you tell her the bad news. Yeah. I I don't know if there's really a spot for her. I guess is what I'm getting at. They're they are WWE is so deep. Uh, with their women's talent uh, stretching all the way through NXT, I just don't know what she brings to the table that they don't have elsewhere. Again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something untapped about her I'm not aware of, but hmm, not I, wonder, I wonder if Vince just says that to every text he gets. 
just like that's like a stock response. Oh yeah, I'll tell John Laurinaitis, and then just passes the buck to that. Well, I mean, it's it's I mean, it's it's good cop bad cop stuff, right? I mean, yeah. you have your deputies there to sometimes handle the bad news in the day to day. You still got to hold yourself and to take care of certain things. And and look, let's be honest. If it's um, I don't know, if it's somebody different who's texting Vince saying, "Hey, I, I'd be interested in coming back," he's not sending them to John. He's he's we'll fly you to Stanford. We'll have a talk, you know, like, you know, there's a, there's a right. different level of handling things with different people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I'm, I'd be fine with their comeback, but you make a good point. They are so stacked in their women's division. And sometimes there's, there's talent that they're trying to get on TV as it is, let alone adding new talent in. We'll see. But uh, she was on AW, I think like Dark. a year ago. Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had, she had a run over there a little bit. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's feeling it out. Maybe she's just like, Hey, as many irons in the fire as possible. I don't know, but good on her for reaching out, you know, instead of just twiddling her thumbs. That's good. Good on her. I like when people are proactive. Uh, and maybe, and, and to be fair, maybe she's been training and maybe, 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 maybe her, maybe she's got, you know, maybe she's, she is better in, in, in places that she wasn't uh, when she left. So, I mean, yeah, who knows? But I just, I, from what I know, I just don't see what she's going to offer right now. I wonder if she sees this new NXT 2.0 as a opportunity to maybe find a way in there with the new changes and things. I don't know. I'm just, I'm speculating here, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the news guy. I'm the speculation guy. That's uh, Raj, Raj is the news guy. I recklessly speculate. That's how it works. Uh, Something I'm not speculating about, though, is Rampage ratings. Uh, Friday's taped two-hour Grand Slam edition of AEW Rampage drew an average of 640,000 viewers on TNT, according to Nielsen via Show Buzz Daily. Uh, Friday's taped Grand Slam edition of Rampage drew a .29 rating in the 18-49 to 49 key demo, which was up 3.5% from last week's taped episode. Uh, the two-hour... Edition broke down with the first hour getting 727,000 viewers and the second hour uh, getting 552,000 viewers. Um, so seemed like it came in pretty strong. The first hour, people fell off, as I'm sure you would guess. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a super ratings guy, but I feel like that's a pretty good showing for a two-hour Friday night show after SmackDown. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I... I mean, I think that time spot and the show being pre-taped is always going to hurt Rampage. Not that it does any better when it's live. I mean, we only see a few episodes of it being live to really have something to compare it to. But the, the spoilers, everybody already knew what happened. And even with spoilers, I was one of the people that were there. And I'm tweeting, you guys want to watch Rampage tonight because it was that good. But they did load up the first hour um even in the arena people <laughs> left after those first few matches that they were looking forward to so yeah i think that the time spot is always going to hurt it but it's not it's not a bad rating for a friday night two-hour show i would love to see the dvr numbers i would love to be able to get a hold on that because if i didn't have to cover rampage i would love to watch on a saturday morning on my dvr with a cup of coffee and i bet you a lot of people do that as well that's that's how I watch it, to be totally mm-hmm. honest. Uh, both SmackDown and Rampage, I typically watch the next day. Uh, but Justin, do you think this rating is enough to make them start thinking, hey, maybe we could do a two-hour Rampage going forward? No, I would <laughs> hope that they know better. Uh, no, I mean, it, you're already challenged enough just being at 10 o'clock. And, you know, and then, yeah, if it's taped more weeks and it's not, uh, as Issa said, they kind of load up the first hour. They know you're going to run into people who are just going to fade off. 
into the night or the D- or the DVR didn't record properly because it used to be in one hour or whatever. So no, I, this look, you know, they Tony Khan wants to say that this is not going to become a B show and what have you, and they, they you know, but it's going to be really hard. Like you, you, you can't just. You again. You can have your same collective half a million audience that's going to tune on Friday nights, but like, if you truly want Friday to have anywhere close to a, any kind of an equal value or identity, you have to have big angles that are progressing and, and happening there, and it has to be live. You, you know, as long as it's yeah. tape and as long as just see this great match, you're going to live inside of a certain bubble. You may keep making that bubble happy, but that's where it's going to be, and it's just going to be a secondary B show. I'm okay with B shows, by the way. I think it's fine if a show's a B show. I think it gives a chance for a lot of the guys who can't make it on the A show to to be able to show out. I love Sunday Night Heat getting to see S.A. Rios versus D'Lo Brown back in the day, but maybe I'm weird. I don't know. Uh, But I think it's fine if it's a B show on a Friday night. You are weird. You are weird. If you're in first, you're last. You want both shows to be number one. So it's the first so, time SA, it's the first time SA Rios's name has ever been uttered on the podcast. Right. <laughs> his, his Google notifications are going to go crazy tomorrow. Uh, so um, uh, before we get into the actual episode of Raw, I do want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everyone who is in the chat, chatting along with us live. Uh, Rocky, Michael, uh, Mansuda, Jax, as always, Richard, Messenger, Bernie, DC, all you guys. Thank you so much for joining us live. Uh, I want to also say thank you to everyone who listens to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those other places. Uh, always appreciate it as well. If you could just do us a favor, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Share, like, comment, subscribe. You know the deal. You've done this before. You're not new to this thing. Uh, do all those things. But now, let's get ready to talk about a hard Hitting episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Lashley versus Big E for the WWE title to kick things off. And this was just big men slapping meat. It was hard hitting. I loved it. Hurt business comes back and messes everything up. But I love that they're back. I love that New Day are still together. And we're getting a world title match inside a steel cage. Isa, I'm going to let you start off. This was a very interesting start to the show, was it not? Oh, yes, 100% super interesting. I'm glad that they started with it. It, it did end up being a, a bait and switch kind of situation, but it was for the best. Seeing the her business come back was absolutely incredible. And I love the fact that MVP being off of television posted that photo of him talking to Shelton Benjamin on Instagram, saying they were speaking business and now you see them reunited to where you're still thinking of MVP, even though he's not on television right now. You feel like he's part of why this happened again. The New Day comes out to help their boy. And all I'm thinking about is her business, New Day and the Bloodline. Book it now. I was so excited to see the her business return. And I'm glad to see Shelton and Cedric back on television. They should have never been broken up to begin with. They should have never been broken up. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I'm, I'm really glad to see WWE swallowed their pride with this one and just went ahead and said, well, we broke them up six months ago, and we've done exactly nothing with either one of them yeah. since that breakup. Let's just go ahead and just put them back with Bobby Lashley. Are you okay with that, Justin? When they kind of like they do something, they break it up, and then they kind of say, "Never mind, let's just put them back together again." I because I, I for one, feel like it's okay. I don't, that, I don't need the, I don't need the story. Just pretend we're all good now and put them back together, and let's be happy. Or do you prefer they kind of explain it? It's, I mean, I don't think, Jack, I don't think that's too common of them swallowing their pride and going back to what they mm-hmm. desire. I feel like, you know, again, maybe again, out of, out of you know, 
foolish pride they try to stick with and prove we knew better. We 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 knew better of why we needed to do this move, and 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 the audience will figure it out. And and so I'm, yeah, I, I don't care if the explanation is just as simple as, um, Cedric and Shelton just basically say, yeah, we realized we we were just we weren't up to par of the Almighty, and we and we needed to. I don't I don't care if it's something as simple as vanilla and generic. They're back together. Let's just move on from it. Uh, but I'm happy with that. I'm happy that they didn't resort to the traditional. Let's now have a six man tag match to continue. Right. The, you know, so that was good. Um. You know, I laugh, you know, like he said, it's a bait and switch. It's, I mean, they're just, they're milking every drop out of this teat of getting, of, of advertising a world title match and as many segments as possible on Raw right now. But, um, but everything that did happen with Lashley and Biggie across the board tonight when they were in the ring, it did deliver. So I guess, you know, uh, no harm I, I am 100% okay with them milking that teat, as you say, because this was great. I loved it all across. They did it last uh, week with Roman Reigns, too. They were like, yeah. we got Roman Reigns. Let's book him for as much as we can. If, if it's what gets you interested into the show, why not? It's smart. This was, um, yeah, I, I, love, I love the whole thing. I thought it was great. And this actually, I was going to say, this has got me thinking about Survivor Series for the first time in like a positive way and wanting to see like he says, you were saying hurt business versus bloodline new day versus blood, like all these different things now that I could see as survivor series matches, but not just for, you know, brand supremacy or something. I just want to see these two, these gangs go at it. This is what made me like survivor series before I'm loving this. I, I want to see them try to find a way to make a hurt business, uh survivor series team versus a bloodline survivor series team. I think that would be, yeah. be good stuff. Yeah, it would. Uh, uh, we, we got a couple of super chats here. Uh, Jay Kane says with rumors of John Cena versus Finn at WrestleMania, are you more in favor of a heel Cena or a face Cena? Or would you do the demon versus Cena? Uh, just I'll throw that to you. I don't know what rumors he's speaking of, what rumor mill he's listening to, but um, you know, like the, I think, I think we, I think the train really has passed on the heel Cena thing. There was a, there was a stretch there that like, heel cena you know there was a there was a market for it it was like you know that you know, everybody compared it to like the 96 hogan but I, he's really just graduated into that level of he just has the respect it's it, it's to the point now it's like kurt angle you suck chance they will they will do the let's go cena cena sucks but it's almost just because you want to be in participation mm-hmm. he's still I, I think now he's he's more over than ever he hasn't been this universally cheered consistently since when he first broke out as a top star 16, 17 years ago. I think we're kind of past heel Cena. Unless he's going to come back and do like two years straight back to his old schedule, which I don't see happening, I just don't think heel Cena is a need. Yeah, I think even if you even if he got booze, it'd be more like we're booing you because we're supposed to as opposed to right. we really hate him. And to your point, I think the – Cena, like we love Cena, you know, Cena, Cena sucks chance. I feel like it's the same person saying both, like the same guy. Oh, going, no, I Cena, only say Cena one. sucks. <laughs> You're a big Cena fan. You say, no, not at all. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> you would like John Cena, Jack. You would. I, I love John Cena. He's the goat. Come on. John, John Cena fears Jack Farmer's hair. <laughs> yes. Jack Farmer's what John Cena was 15 years ago. <laughs> We're oh, built the no. same, too. You just can't see me outside of the frame. <laughs> We're actually built exactly the same. I've got a uh, an armband on as we speak. Uh, <laughs> with, with jorts. With jorts. Oh, my Always God. Always wearing the jorts. <laughs> 
Uh, the knee pads don't make sense, but I'm still wearing those too. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez 2.0 says they should do a promo to acknowledge why they buried the hatchet for continuity purposes. Um, yeah. With the hurt business, yeah. Yeah. The hurt business, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just happy they're they're back together again. Uh, and then we also have one from uh, Brian Outen saying, "Hey guys, uh, did you forget Big E and Lashley fault four times in 23 hours? Same old. Hey guys, did you forget that Big E and Lashley fought four times in 23 hours? Same old repeated raw. You think? Um, I think is what he's trying to say there. He must have been speak to texting if if I wrote fault <laughs> yeah. like he's at fault. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. They're they're milking the tip, but I mean, like at least it was under like again. At least they tried to like go different routes. You know, it's like I, I don't know. Yeah, Biggie and Lashley were in a six man yesterday, uh, unannounced, but a great starter. And then yeah, yeah the, the bait and switch tonight. I don't know, but like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna fold them on rematches today, just because we have a draft coming up. So milk whatever you gotta milk before we shake things up, and hopefully we don't see some of these people fight each other again. Right, because yeah. Lashley and her business should probably go to go to Fridays now. Mm-hmm. That would be fascinating if the bloodline stays over there. Because uh, there's your Survivor know. Series bloodlines yeah. and oh, that'd be so hurt good. business. That'd be so good. Don't don't get my hopes up, Justin. You can't. My heart can't take being let down if that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> speaking of broken hearts, uh, Angel Garza had a match today with Eric of the Viking Raiders. Uh, I thought it was fun to see these guys out there. I was glad they were getting TV time. I thought that it it didn't stay past its welcome. And uh, I don't know. We got a new matchup. And I like Angel Garza, so I was glad he was out there. Uh, Justin, are you a big Angel Garza fan? Did you like how they kind of did this? I do have a feeling we're going to see different variations of these two teams for the next seven weeks. But yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of him and Her- Humberto. But like, I, I prefer this at least versus. Uh... You know, when Humberto was like the smiling white meat baby. Like, th- th- these two guys are good looking guys. They have faces that you want to see. You want to see somebody punch them in the face. So yeah. I- I'm, I'm, I'm here to see what this is going to lead to. I'm, I'm okay with this tag team. You know? Yeah. Uh, Issa, do you like uh, kind of building the tag team division a little bit here, even though they are in singles matches tonight, right? Yeah, look, I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams, but this is a three-hour show, and you're not going to enjoy every second of it. You have to throw a couple of matches in there that you're like, well, okay, I'll sit through it, right? And like you said, you're getting people... There was a lot of people today that you don't see on television every week that got a little bit of TV time. Are they going to fall back into catering after the draft? I don't know, but there was there was a couple of faces that, that I saw tonight that I was like, okay, that's good that they're on TV. And special shout out to Tina in the chat. It's her birthday. So happy birthday to my girl, Tina. I happy saw birthday. it somewhere in there. Oh, so. Shout out, Tina. Happy birthday to you. Uh, you know, th- this that you made a good point. There's a lot of new faces on here. And this is rarely do I get a little frustrated with, with Raw here. But this is one of those moments I was thinking, we've had all these people in the back. And they finally get their chance to all come out and do something. The raw right before everyone gets drafted and things get changed. Why were you hiding all these people until the last possible second to use them? You could have used all these people over the past six months. Why, why wait till right before everyone's going to go changing brands to do this? Because you're five days away from having to figure out and make the spreadsheet of who's going to go where. <laughs> yeah. and, you have, and you have a few moments of... Well, damn! I forgot that we had them showing up on. T- well, let's let's use them tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah, R- Randy's not here tonight, so we could use. Yeah, let's go ahead and throw this person out there. Do you yeah. really think they have a spreadsheet? I feel like they just kind of 
<laughs> no, no, they actually do have a sheet of, uh, they have a sheet that's like, who's active, uh, who's on like medical, like can be on yeah. TV, but can't be, we're, we're protecting right now. Like they actually do organize a, 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 a an active and inactive list, kind of like a football team would, or a baseball team. Interesting. More, they even more... have it by heels and baby faces. Mm-hmm. Yep. that's that's more that's definitely more than i expected i kind of figured that like i thought on monday morning they were going to go to coffee bean and just like kind of start scribbling things out on a on a napkin well no they do have a section of that roster like okay these four people are eligible if we need coffee to go get picked they can go get the coffee <laughs> and, you know, it's like you're the intern at the, at the job right <laughs> that's what the spreadsheet is for who's going to be able to get the coffee uh damn it Listen, when I was at MSG and the three prophets made their entrance, uh, once they got to the ring, I saw like 10 people come out to pick up the cups. So I guarantee you some of those names are the people that get the cups for the street prophets. I 100% thought you were going to say <laughs> at, MG- at MGM that it was uh, street prophets that were going to get everyone coffee. And I was no, like, no, wow, no, they're no, still no. getting coffee? No, but it was just funny to see the cups being picked up. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Now they just seem like jerks leaving their garbage everywhere that someone else has to pick it up. Uh, Zook Enigma says, so much chocolate on Raw, loved it tonight. There there was a lot of chocolate on Raw tonight. Uh, And we'll talk about that next, actually, as we have Reggie defending the 24-7 title against Ricochet uh, in an actual match. I actually thought this was going to be a really fun one, but it was short. I kind of like that the 24-7 guys were smart enough to just say, let's just beat them up, the match will be over, and then we can try to get the pin, even though it didn't work out. It was silly, but it was short, and I felt like a good mid-first hour bit. Justin, how about you? Did you, uh, for for what it was, did it work? Uh, I'm not sure what happened here. All, all I know is that, like, Ricochet and Reggie, I could get down with that as a tag team because again, it's like when I said to you earlier, you can't have you can only you, you can't you can only have too many Ava Marie's. Like Ricochet and Reggie are like, I mean, obviously, one is much more veteran in the business, and one's coming from like an entertainment circus background. But like they, that their appeal of what they do is the same of the acrobatic athleticism. I think that they would be a fun. Now that you're back to doing live events and you're doing house shows, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't expect Ricochet and Reggie to be carrying around tag titles, winning on Raw or SmackDown a lot, but they'd be a great send them out first as a tag team on a house show to get the crowd uh, up and excited, you know, and like like Ricochet and Reggie, it sounds like a sounds like a sitcom on the WB after hanging with Mr. Cooper in the 90s. I like a Ricochet and Reggie, buddy sitcom. <laughs> Shout out, S.A. Rios and hanging with Mr. Cooper, two very old references that <laughs> just work for me, though. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see them tag team. I just... I, again, just two guys. I think why don't we have them in the ring more? Uh, Issa, are you a fan of the twenty four seven title? Are you a fan no. of Reggie? No, but um, I had a roller coaster of emotions here, right? Because when I saw the name Ricochet in the twenty four seven title picture, I felt borderline offended. But then when they were going at it, I could not keep my eyes off of the match. It was fun. It was entertaining. They can do things that people should not be able to do. Then the 24-7 title guy started beating up Ricochet, who's not even the champion. So I got a little confused. And even okay, our truth clicked his heels and I popped for that a little bit. I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea now that Justin said it of them in a tag team. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But this 24-7 title stuff is just so I'm so over it. I've been over it for like a year now. See, this is exactly what I think it would like if they just did match like actual matches like this and you just have fun little matches that they fly around and do a bunch of cool stuff and excite us for a little bit. 
that's great. I like that kind. Of, I I would prefer that over seeing another rematch we've seen a million times, anyways. But um, the, the Ricochet and Reggie show, uh, Issa would be like the type of character. Like the Issa would be like the one. Like one of like one of them works with her and has a crush on her, and then like another one of them like uh like i had a bad experience in high school with her. it'd be like it'd be like a funny like little but like but like ricochet and reggie like we go like the majority of the first season not realizing they know the same girl and that like one's coming home talking about the girl at work one's always comparing every girl he dates to oh i cannot believe what what that it's just like what the chick did to me in 12th grade i think and then jack you you would be the the white you'd be the, you'd be the nice kind white neighbor the next to them and you're learning right. some things from them they're learning from i, I think I really think that I should be able to get a pitch here on the uh, Ricochet and Reggie show. <laughs> I, I think that'd be a great show. And they could do the lower bottom third where they're back to back during like as a commercial during other shows where they're back to back. And they're like, oh, this yeah, guy. no, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when it's like when Fox used to throw out like the entire panel that's going to talk about football on Sunday. And they all throw the football around. And, right. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh, I got the football. Oh, oh uh, my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, anyway, that, that would be that's that's the future of the twenty four seven title, folks. Um, so we get a quick backstage segment. Matt Riddle says that Randy isn't in the building, uh, and he uh, then also sees Omos waiting for him. He's going to have a match with AJ later. Uh, I don't know if there's really anything worth mentioning there, but uh, Akira Tozawa faces Keith Bearcat Lee. Slight wardrobe change and a nickname change, and he's right back to where he was before he left. Uh, I love that finisher of his, the Big Bang Catastrophe. Super quick win. Glad Keith Lee's back on my TV. Uh, Issa, Bearcat. How do you, how do you like Bearcat? Well, I saw a couple of tweets today that that is alluring to an old wrestler and he's paying homage to that and I read a little bit about this wrestler if that's the case good for him because I also had to google what a bear cat looked like so I'm very <laughs> confused about where we're going with here but I listen I I know I've been I keep going back to this but this draft needs needs to happen I'm sorry but Keith Lee should be in a complete different position in this car right now and as I I'm happy to see him, but not in this position. So again, roller coaster of emotion twice in a row. It was at this point that I started to feel like Monday Night Raw was going downhill, and I'm so glad that it picked up because once we had that weird match with Garza, and then you had the 24-7 title, and then you had this, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those shows. But it picked up from there. I just want Keith Lee to be on some kind of title picture. I wouldn't mind seeing him feel with Shinsuke for the IC title. Put him together. Let's do something with him. It, Justin, isn't there something now? I would love to see. Uh, I'm just going to call him Bearcat. That's what he's going. His name is going to be eventually. He's going to be Bearcat eventually. But uh, I, I agree with Issa. I have. I see big things for him in the future. But isn't it good for him to get a few wins like this to sort of get that momentum back before just being thrust into a title picture? Yeah, collect some wins. Um, get reestablished. Uh, I prefer Bearcat Keith Lee versus Keith Bearcat Lee. It's kind of like. You know, like I don't know, it just it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like just like we've seen we've had a million cowboys in wrestling, cowboy Bob Orton, cowboy whatever. Like I don't know, just putting the name in the middle. We'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I, part of me again wonders if like they were in Cincinnati tonight, and and the University of Cincinnati is the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. Bearcats. Like, did, did Vince think that like this is gonna get like? I mean, but, but it, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm they called sure. him that in main event and on a dark match a couple of weeks ago. So they've been flirting with the bear cat idea. And he's got the new ring gear with the, the, yeah. the 
the claw mark. So we'll see. I mean, look, if it's if Vince is behind it, then it's going to get a chance. I guess that's good. And I'm not. I guess he's supposed to be a heel because he came out and squashed a, a lovable ninja. So I guess that's that doesn't make you a heel. <laughs> well, he didn't see. Well, he didn't crack a smile. He didn't do it. I don't know what he is. Will you be it. smiling if you come out there to squash? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me would I, be, would I be smiling if I was coming up being called Bearcat. Um, <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> but if you told me, if I had the choice, I could either go by the name Bearcat and be on TV or not go by the name Bearcat and not be on TV, I would take Bearcat every day of the week. Uh, and I feel like it's, sure. it's a small trait. As long as I'm getting Keith Lee, that's all I'm saying. But whatever, whatever we call him. It's fine. He's just, I think this is his opportunity. And if he's going to be a big to crushing people, I'm down for that because he's got the move set to crush people. I mean, that right. big bang catastrophe, it's like a, it's like an attitude adjustment into a jackhammer. It's the coolest thing. I love it. It's one of my favorite moves. Um, Pablo Duran says, tribal chief, queen, salute, Justin, you the man, carry on. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you, Pablo. Yeah. What about me, Pablo? You didn't you didn't mention mine. <laughs> yeah, Pablo, where's the love for Jack yeah. Bearcat Farmer? <laughs> uh, so yeah, but in any case, uh, speaking of love, I want to give some love to this next match because if this if this show went off the rails, this is where I think it got right back on. Damian Priest defends uh. the U.S. title against Sheamus in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, one day late for the Extreme Rules title, but. Every time these guys are in the ring, they just beat the crap out of each other. And I know they've had a lot of matchups already, but hey, the draft's coming. Might be the last time we get to see it. So I just enjoyed it. I loved it. I thought they really brought it. Uh, Issa, were you down for this one? 1,800%. I don't think that's a real number, but I love this match. I love Damian Priest. I love Sheamus. I do want them to move on from this field, but if this is the boat to wrap it up, oh man, it was beautiful. I also felt like everybody backstage was like, okay, hold my beer, and they had to like raise the bar after this match happened, because that's when we all got really good. The white noise onto the table outside, that spot made me cringe, and then it went to commercial, and I'm like, I really hope they're okay, because, oh my god, they, it was like they were really just trying to beat the shit out of each other and see who could mark the other one more. Sheamus is he works stiff and Damian Priest has said on the record that he's the toughest guy that he's been in the ring with. Um, awesome win for Damian Priest. This is, I wish they would have done this last night. I really do in the pay-per-view, but that's fine. We got it tonight and I got to give him props. Like that was an amazing match. They have such good chemistry where you go, I want to see them fight forever, but not really, but I want to see them fight forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lots of, lots of big fellas hitting each other as hard as they can. Uh, so, uh, Justin, how'd you like this one? Loved it. My favorite part of the night. You know, uh, you know, triple threat last night. That, triple threats are hard to do. They're, they're not the favorite by a lot of wrestlers, but it was kind of it was what the story called for. Let's 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 do this, and, and ultimately, you know, Priest still champion tonight was tonight was Sheamus and him. If 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 and if one of them is going to get moved in the draft, <clears throat> then they know that or have a feeling of that tonight was their way to kind of have their last go around of a fun right now. Seamus, uh, Seamus has been a guy. There's been other guys before him. Kane's been one of them. William Regal to an extent. There's guys that WWE has that are mainstays long and have been around long enough that, uh, are barometers to where, uh, the office will not say like, not, not in a, um, 
not in like a, a devious way, but let's say like you know, test this guy to see, you know, how, how is he? How physical can he get? You know, how does he work? You know, and and, and Sheamus is a bit of that barometer. He also that's how Sheamus likes to work. Um, and Damian Priest has, has lived up to the task. Uh, I've never been in the ring with Sheamus. I've been in the ring with Damian Priest, and Damian Priest is a tough dude. Damian Priest can hold his own. He's sick. He's a legit six 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 seven. Uh, he's lean, but he's muscle and he's athletic. And what you saw tonight. These two guys have just such star presence and look. You know, they have a they they look like somebody. They stand out. They're going to pass the airport test when they're walking through the airport. They look like a star. They're physical. They're intense. This is a match, and these are two guys that if your non wrestling friend walks into the room, you're not embarrassed. You're actually happy they decided to walk in the room during this yeah. because this is a good first impression. You see these two guys, and again, they have this look. They look like badasses, and you see the welts. And you see the intensity, and you hear the you, you hear what's audible between them in terms of the, of the of the exasperations and the trash talking. You're like, yeah, this is how good pro wrestling can be, uh, bell to bell. So I, this was this was match of the night for me. I agree with you. I think it was amazing, and uh, I agree. You know, we've talked about how Damian Priest could be this massive star and how far he can go. And sometimes you, I think I feel like you over, like we over predict sometimes, or maybe they think they're going to make a bigger deal than they are. But it feels like right now, if Damian priest won the Royal rumble after the trajectory, if he kept this trajectory going and all the way to Royal rumble, I could see him winning it and not being that shocked by it at this point. I we think were he's discussing got that he last night. And that was even before we saw this match tonight. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think, I think he's probably the best, treated call-up from NXT in a very, very long time. But I also think Damian Priest has a very good it factor. He comes out, he looks cool. He's not trying to be cool. Even the imaginary arrow thing is cool, you know? So, come on. he's He's got it. Let's just keep booking him this way. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's a bonus, too, that he's that he's bilingual. Um, yeah, there's a lot with him that, like, I think is just a win when you look at him from a marketing standpoint and the fact that he's marketed as a babyface. Again, he can pass that test of he passes the airport test. He passed the test. Can you send him all to the morning shows? I think you can. And again, you can. He can do a lot because uh, he's got a diverse background. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Jack East and I were we we were discussing if if he stays healthy and if everything stays on pace, he's on that that short realistic list. I think for Rumble and what you know what and why not? You got two world titles. Certainly, I think one of them could fit him. Yeah. Absolutely. They got a house show in Puerto Rico this weekend. I they cannot do. wait to hear the pop for Damian Priest. They're going to go crazy for him. So happy. Uh, how fun for him. That'll be awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Pablo in the chat says, hey, Preppy, relax, LOL. You all right, too, little bro. <laughs> Thank you, Pablo. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're cool now. <laughs> I'll take the Preppy name, too, uh, AC. Uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, preppy. Another- Another old reference from the nineties. What are the? Wait, no. What, what's the other one? Um, the mighty uh, du- cake eater. <laughs> mighty ducks. Mighty ducks. Yes. Oh my God. Oh uh, yes. We're yes. We have we we're we're old folks. Um, but uh, all great references. So, uh, Monsoor Ali and Hardy team up to take on Team Gender, and uh. First off, I got to say, Jeff Hardy got added to that match last night. I wasn't on the after show. Everyone said I was crazy for wanting him to win, but the crowd wanted Jeff Hardy to win that match. I got to throw that out there. Uh, in any they case, he's, uh, he's back in um, – he's in a, a, a weird team here uh, against Team Gender. Uh, I like the te- I like the dynamic between them. I thought it was fun, but the, the story here is Veer was the one who got the win for his team after a, a clothesline. 
making me think maybe Veer is on the track to break away. Uh, Justin, do you think Veer has a has breakout potential? We'll see. Between he and Shanky, I think he's the one that the office Shanky. looks at. I know he's the one. That, Shanky seven. Look, uh, Veer's the one that seems like they'd have that they would push first. And I say that because Shanky is legit seven foot, maybe an inch taller. I mean, he's like almost almost stature, but yet they do not protect him in any which way. I've seen him. I've seen his back on the mat. He's doing things that they would normally not let a seven footer do. So to me, that says okay, if we're gonna protect this guy, if once we think he is ready, he's gonna get pulled off TV. We'll make him go away. We'll bring him back with a new fresh coat of paint, and then we'll make him believable. Then we'll protect him like an almost. But like so, so they're not. He's just kind of the third guy that's just there in this this trio with uh, the gender leads. Um, you know, look, uh, it was kind of cool. Corey Graves is, was playing off of if you know Veer is a former professional, you know, baseball player and mm-hmm. movie based around the million dollar arm. And Corey yeah. Graves was saying, oh, he's got a million dollar arm and oh, pitch and strike out. You know, he was using all these analogies. I thought it was kind of cool. I, you know, whether or not they dive into that as part of his actual history and uh, market them, don't know. But yeah, out of the three of them, I'd say Veer is the guy that they might be looking at as, as the breakout star, especially between Veer and, and, and Chanky for the reasons I said. I'm really glad that they're actually calling that out. I was surprised they weren't. I feel like that's just an easy way to make him seem more important. But Issa, I want to ask you about Jeff Hardy again. Is there room for Jeff Hardy in a major angle storyline title picture? Like, do we want to see him get another run? I feel like the the crowd is into him. I mean, the crowd's always going to be into him. Jeff Hardy is a legend. I feel right now he's playing the part of the rich kid that has his parents paying for college. So they just keep switching (laughs) <laughs> you know, their their degree to whatever other thing just to keep living for free. Because I use him in the 24-7, getting beat up by Karrion Cross in the United States title. Now he's on this. And it doesn't matter. He's cool no matter where you put him. I don't I, I wouldn't want to see him in a world title feud, but I don't mind seeing him. I love Mansoor's attitude around him. Like he acted like such a fanboy and I pop for right. that. Mansoor has improved greatly and his time is coming up in a couple of weeks. He's probably gonna win some kind of title over in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, this was this was fun for what it was. I, I don't know what they're doing with Jeff Hardy. It just feels like they're just inserting him in whatever they feel like putting him at for, for the week, and it's weird. Yeah, I I agree with you. I also like Mansoor because I feel like that's what I would probably be like if I was teaming with someone like Jeff Hardy. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, Jeff Hardy, what's up? I'd be like, yeah, I'm so into it. Uh, and then my poor tag team partner would be the one that gets hit by Veer and gets pinned because yeah. I'm too busy. Uh, Fangirling, yeah. <laughs> Fangirling. <laughs> uh, Mike in the chat says Justin Lashley passes the airport test easily. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's massive. Yeah, I never, never said he didn't. Yeah, I mean that's 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 why he justifiably has been a champion that's for the better why, part of the last he's year. In the main, he's already in the main event. We're talking about people yeah. that could get to that main event, such right. as Damian Priest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have a guy who's also been called up recently. Karrion Cross comes out <laughs> looking cool in his suit, uh, saying everyone's going to fall and pray. Uh, then he comes out in his gladiator outfit with a... That's what we're a- calling it? A gladiator outfit? It, it's a kid's show. Uh, okay. so, <laughs> um, uh, so uh, he comes out and he just crushes Riker, another guy we haven't seen in a long time. Uh Issa, I want to ask you about Karrion Cross because the, the thing I love Karrion Cross. I think he's got everything you want. But the thing that bothers me is how he's this like cool guy in a suit 
talking and then suddenly comes out in a gladiator outfit. And I don't believe that these are the two of the same, the, the same it doesn't feel like the same guy. Is, is yeah. there a disconnect there? 1000%. I've been saying that since NXT. I always say he has a personality, the multiple personality disorder. I don't know which guy I'm going to get. The guy with the hot girlfriend and the cool car and the, and the leather gear, the guy in the suit, the guy that's a gladiator or the badass MMA guy. Like he has a lot of personalities and I really do feel that might be what's affecting him on the main roster. When he's backstage in the suit, cutting the promo, he looks super cool. Then you cut to him in that weird gear with the mask. It doesn't make any sense. They have to do something with him because this guy, he has it, <laughs> but I'm starting to question it. And, and you you did the questioning. I never questioned yeah. it until he showed up on Raw. So they, yeah. they need to fix it. Uh, Justin, Karen Cross gets a win over uh, Riker. Riker hasn't been on TV since his rivalry with uh, the now missing in action Elias. Um, but oh, strong, strong victory, I guess. Here is that. I mean, the, yeah. The best thing we could say is they seem to be like at least there's no more of this game of like, oh, Cross is going to get rolled up by Hardy and then like they, this overthinking. They're just they're just letting Cross rack up some wins. So I'm just trying to reestablish them. But to both of your points, yeah, it's it, it's like a night and day. It's like one person definitely has the creative lead and is allowing is producing the backstage and the suit stuff. And then somebody else is, you got to wear this pal. And, and, and this is what we're going to, you know, I, I don't like any, they have his face in this mat. This guy has such amazing facials. He has, he has crazy psycho eyes. If he wants to, he does really good faces. Why would you cover that up in an entrance? I, I don't, you know, like there's a lot of things and yeah, I mean, give him, get him. you know, there's, there's rumors eventually that Scarlett's going to, you know, be with him. You know, like, yeah why would you not have her I, you know like I, I don't know I'm, I'm hoping that there's a plan i'm hoping they just hit the reset and then kind of like earlier how we you know they swallowed their pride on the hurt business hopefully they yeah. just swallow their pride and they can just i'll just I, I if they if they truly do it if they start making a run towards survivor series and again towards rumble of carrying cross being a, a player and establishing them as a real player i'll forget I, I'll, I'll choose to forget the end of july and the and the nonsensical uh on a whim call up and debut to raw i'll forget it if they if they truly course correct here but part of that course correct is we're saying they got to get the identity and the and the imagery down on him yeah uh maybe he'll just come back as carrying shark lion cross and uh <laughs> i don't know what's what's another uh, variation of bear cat um but uh, yeah i agree with you i i he's such a cool person i i i want to see him succeed i just i feel like just get rid of the, the gladiator gear and it'd be fine uh but val in the in the chat says this might be the best Sheamus has looked in a long time. I'm enjoying all of his matches. He's so underrated. I 1000% agree he's underrated. Uh, I was thinking this is the best he's ever been, but then I remember he did beat John Cena. So kind of hard to ever say that. Uh, but yeah, I think he is a very, this is the best he's been in a long time for sure. I'd agree with that. I mean, as one of the guys from the old guard, you know, and I'm talking the old guard of like main eventers from like, you know, that, that time when, when finally The Rock and Undertaker and Triple H all went to part-time or disappeared. So, like, from, like, 09 to, like, 12, you know, your old guard was, was Cena, was Orton, CM Punk for a, a bit, Sheamus. Uh, obviously, you know, Punk's gone. Orton's kind of goes in between part-time and what have you. Cena, of course, is, is, is all but retired, basically. Sheamus is that dude. 
at a very physical pace, mind you, that is still going out there doing best of sevens with dudes and and, and ripping shit up. So, And the fact that a couple of years ago we were reading about him having a lot of neck issues, even to the point that it was rumors that he might even have to retire and to see him just be fighting at this level, bringing the best out of anyone. This isn't just Damian Priest. He brought the best out of... Um, Drew McIntyre a couple of months ago. He brought mm-hmm. the best out of Bobby Lashley. You insert him, whatever you want a good match, put Sheamus there and you're going to get a good match. And I'm glad that people are starting to give him his flowers because he he really deserves to be recognized a lot more than what people give him credit for. I would love to have a drinking contest with him, though. He reminds me of... Uh, been, I was- there. <laughs> been there. Don't do it, Issa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know not a lot of people watch NXT UK, but he reminds me of a lot of guys there because even when you know certain people are going to lose, you know they're going to beat you up really bad in the process. Right. And that's that's how Sheamus is. Like Even when he faces somebody, he's not going to win this match, but he's going to mess this dude up in the process of losing. So I'm, yeah. a, huge, I'm a huge Sheamus fan. Uh, Matt Riddle is another guy I'm a big fan of. He had a match with AJ. This is another one that I feel like we've seen about 100 times, but... They, it's always a good. They always do a great job. I like seeing these guys go at it. Um, so again, if they're going to get split up in the draft, maybe this is the last go round. Uh, AJ gets a nice clean as a whistle win before Omos just choke slams the tar out of Matt Riddle. Not a lot of story here, Justin, but uh, a fun wrestling match, right? Yeah, a really fun match. Uh, very apropos too that the sponsor of the match was Head and Shoulders. Two great heads of hair. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even one. notice that's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, and I think AJ kind of needed a clean win. I feel like ever since uh, AJ and Omos dropped the tag titles, AJ's been he's been on the on the losing side of some things. I mean, which is fine because Riddle and Orton are <clears throat> money. But I, this is good for. I mean, with with no Orton there in the building, this is a, this was a, a good night for AJ to get one back and a very contested. You know, like Riddle's no worse for wear. It was a very hard fought contested. It was probably my second favorite match behind the Priest Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I um, I lit a candle and did some voodoo magic, hoping that they split AJ Styles and Omas. I haven't been behind this team, and I need AJ Styles what? to be on singles fields. What? Yes, there is too many champions that have nobody to contend with, and you have AJ Styles tied up in a tag team. Split them up. No, split them a- up. AJ's bringing along his young gra- his young very tall grasshopper. It's no, okay. no, 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 no. Just, just pair him up with somebody very else. He'll be okay. Hopper. He'll be okay. I need AJ Styles back in singles competition. I think that's three grasshoppers standing on each other's shoulders wearing a coat. <laughs> and, and I have a feeling they're going to do that. AJ didn't take the pin yesterday when he could have. He got a very strong win today. It seems like we're building him up for something. We'll see. I mean, the team will probably eventually split, but I want to keep I like Eventually, together, right? as in Friday, I hope. Oh, Calling your shots. Um, I, I I like this team. I want them to stay together. I think they're fun. I don't know if I I don't know if Omos would be good on his own. He I think he'd just be kind of like the quiet big guy. Okay, look at the chat. The chat loves what I'm saying. They I no, I think <laughs> I think wait until night after mania. Let them get around the rest of this WWE calendar the WWE calendar years, Mania to Mania. Okay, so let, we can let, continue let, to see Apollo and Shinsuke and Sheamus and Priest because you have Randy because, Orton, AJ Styles, and all of these guys in tag teams. Come AJ, on. AJ AJ is helping Omos. Uh, helping what? Camp. Because He's he hasn't improved. He hasn't improved. Omos has, yes, he has. Oh, okay. He's improved. <laughs> Let, and especially now, especially now that you have live events with, uh, that are on, on TV, those are valuable that Omos didn't have to get more You're reps right. in front He's of crowds. So keep he it got going. A cool, he got a cool entrance. Keep it so going. 
And then when you get to Rumble, oh, we're booking Rumble tonight. When you get to Rumble, yeah. that's when you start the, is Omos going to, Omos is constantly saving AJ, constantly helping make sure AJ doesn't get eliminated. We start the, the Seeds of Dissension. Mania match, maybe. I don't know, Omos, AJ Styles. Or they have their final tag match and then the night after. I mean, I think give it, let it go around the bend. And then next year, 2022, that could be the project. That could be the year of a singles breakout for Omos. I'm going to text I, you when they split them. I think, uh, I think that's And I'm not going to answer. You could do the easy where Omos saves uh, AJ a bunch of times in the Rumble, but then AJ sacrifices Omos to save himself at some point, and that's the the breakup. The See, Preppy's breakup. got it. This is the easy got, one to book right now. It, yeah, um, but I love them together. So uh, Sam Austin in the chat says, "Carrying Honey Badger Cross," <laughs> <laughs> and him, him and Bearcat could have a uh, a great rivalry. Um, Charlotte Flair has a match with Dewdrop, and uh, it's <laughs> it's an open match. Uh, it's an open challenge. Uh, Dewdrop takes. Uh, I I like seeing Dewdrop in a high stakes match outside of Eva Marie being involved. But Eva Marie being involved, uh, Eva Marie being involved, uh, cost the match. And then Eva Marie gets taken out for her efforts from Charlotte Flair, uh, and gets taken out. Uh, by Shayna Baszler as well, getting her arm stamped. Uh, Issa, we'll start with you. Is even Marie done? Like she's 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 not had a good outing for like a month and a half. A month and a half or five years. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I love Eva Marie. Okay, I I do. I, do but I think the heat that she brings is pretty incredible. I I liked her as a manager, and now they did this and kind of split her up. Um. I like seeing Dewdrop here. I love seeing Charlotte Flair. I didn't like the distraction finish. How many times can you get distracted by Eva Marie? Like, if you're Dewdrop, what is she going to do? But a baby face syndrome, right? Um, now, if we're going to talk about the aftermath, this Shayna Baszler, I'm here for it. Two weeks in a row, she's mm-hmm. writing people off television, apparently. I miss seeing this Shayna, and I hope they do more with her. I, uh, yeah, I, this is the Shayna I loved in NXT. Yeah. I'm glad to see that. But, uh, Justin, I think we all like Eva Marie, but... I mean, she t- she like lost hard to Dewdrop three times in a row, then got taken out by Charlotte Flair, then got her arm stomped on by Shayna Baszler. She needs a dub, and she needs one soon, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I mean, like I kind of had a hope that when she came back, like I-, I wasn't expecting her to be, you know, like the second coming of like Lita in the ring. But I kind of hope that maybe maybe she had, and I think she has done some more training. But I, I was kind of hoping that they were gonna like put a spin on like. She was gonna hide, 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 but then eventually we we're gonna see we're gonna see a little bit of that break. Like, whoa, like even Marie can can do a little bit. We haven't seen that. I don't I, I think they veered off course from whatever they wanted to do. I you know, her and Dewdrop broke up actually quicker than I thought it would. Me too. So but you but but like you you don't wanna not use Eva Marie in case in point, you have Shayna Baszler who's out there getting real good heat, uh, who, you know, made Nia Jax whimper and cry like a girl in her you know, in a great selling job last week in this this brutal arm thing does it again to even marie does this brutal you know let me cut your arm off and the crowd is chanting one more time savages (laughs) right like but that's how much heat even marie gets so like you can't buy that you can't you can't just it's not a sticky note you don't actually put that sticky note on somebody else say okay now you have the even marie heat so you have to utilize her but i just don't know if they know exactly how to um so we'll, we'll see and actually i'll say this for the quick bit we saw charlotte and dewdrop it's not going to happen now, but at some point, I would like to see a real match. A real, exactly. A real, because that was actually just what commentary said. 
Charlotte's normally the taller, more stronger with almost any other woman she faces, with the exception of Nia Jax. So Dewdrop was a difference in that. Dewdrop also had a weird little bit of charisma. So I don't know. I, I'd be interested. It was it was a it was something fresh. I'd be yep. interested in a real match later down the road for them. And too. we really haven't been able to see what Dewdrop can do because all of her matches have been so short or their tag matches. I'm looking forward to seeing her have a real match against a good contender so the crowd that's not familiar with her can really see what she can do. We got a little bit of that tonight. I do want to see her in a real match, like Justin said. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, again, I know not a lot of people watch NXT UK, but she was great on there. She can she can have yeah. some good matches. So She's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think her time's coming. I, I think maybe they just saw a lot in her right away and were like, okay, let's just get her as a contender uh, but even marie you got to give her something she's so you, to you guys point you got it she everyone hates her so much you got to give her something uh make her do make her a manager for somebody i don't know but um yeah but you know speak for as vicious as Shayna baszler was tonight someone was a little bit more vicious and that was goldberg saying that he he fights he Lashley. called a shot he, he called said, a shot he said i i hope i kill you at one point <laughs> uh so he said if i'm so lucky i'll get to kill like yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know how, like i mean yeah i don't know how you like i don't know how you top that i mean that's about as far as you can go is, is so he's, he, he's probably gonna fly halfway around the world to saudi arabia yeah to try to kill a man to try to kill great great headline <laughs> that's gonna be an awkward flight for those two uh all the way over there uh well goldberg flies private he's not he, 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 he's on the he's not he's not flying with the rest of the hoi polloi he's on his own flight <laughs> i love goldberg but i feel like he would be unbearable to sit next to on a long flight i don't know <laughs> i have i have no reason for that i just feel like it'd be a very difficult person to sit next to for a, probably. probably you're probably. that you're that dude jack on the flight you're that dude that when everybody wants to just turn their lights out and close their eyes and, and try to take a nap. You're the one that has to turn his light on. You got to do a cross. You got to do Sudoku, yeah. right? Yeah, I got a Sudoku. I got a crossword. I got to read my book. Uh, I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I turn it on. And then when everyone else is awake, I put my little cozy around my neck. And <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I actually thought this was Goldberg's best promo in quite a long time. Maybe we should always have him do it where he can read it because you can see him yeah oh yeah reading it, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> i was like he's either i'm like he's either got a lazy eye I or, know. He, or he is dead staring into that prompter i was like why is he crying why are his eyes closed but listen he delivered the line and that's what we needed for him it was a little awkward because it was like a naked baby in the background on the wall and i was like that naked baby is super distracting like the whole thing was weird but Listen, we're going to get this match, and he wants to kill Lashley, apparently. Well, the baby was obviously his son as a, kid, as a baby. I so hope so, because was, if not, we have a whole other issue. It was, meant to elicit the emo- it was meant to elicit the emotion that his son got strangled by. Lashley tried to kill his son. Well, you should have had his song with a freaking neck brace in the background. Like uh, That would have caused more sympathy. <laughs> Like, by the way, that's a good point. Gage did attack Lashley. I don't think I don't think Lashley was out of line in what he did. I'm team Lashley on this one. I mean, some guy attacked him in the middle of the ring where all sorts of shenanigans always happen. Of course he defended himself. I don't know. I'm I'm team Lashley on this one. I think maybe I'm Gold- team Brock. F them kids. <laughs> 
I've seen Brock too. I'm a big Brock fan. So. You know when Brock said that to his later, I have kids, man. <laughs> it was uh, fun. So uh, real quick segment before we get to the very end of the show. Uh, Super Brutality, getting new ring gear. Uh, Issa, I want to know your opinion. Do you think they should go full superhero for their t- ring gear or should they go s- both Rhea Ripley Brutality ring gear? This is very important. <laughs> Uh, no, they need to keep them the way they are. You know, I, 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 they're trying to recreate RK bro with them and it's working. I like them together, but no need to change them. The whole, the whole point of the gimmick is that they're so different that it works. So why are you going to start dressing them the same? No, no. Uh, um, any, uh, any thoughts on this? I, I would like them to start dressing the same, Justin. I want to know your thoughts. Cause I was thinking this, is there more odd couple tag teams in WWE right now than there are actual tag teams? Yes, the whole gimmick is can we coexist? Can everybody can, can you know like it's like match game, except the opposite. We're gonna put you up with the the person you're least likely to. I mean, it's but you know Nikki and Nikki Ash she start a raw. She's on a Head and Shoulders commercial, first commercial break they go to. She's in a Head and I mean, I who would have thought this? I mean, I I, I was excited there was a gimmick that she kind of like apparently can't help come up with, and you know it's kid friendly and. But yeah, too many oddball couples. I'm kind of I'm over this. RK yeah. Bro works, you know. Like you know, every now and again you get that light in the bottle. You get RK Bro. You get a team. Hell no. You find that magic. But uh, uh, Rhea Ripley and and Nikki Ash just feels it doesn't feel right. And we talk about you know what are you doing with Karrion Cross or what are you doing with Keith Lee? I feel that way with Rhea Ripley. When I look at the Rhea Ripley in NXT, she's never felt that way in the main roster. And you're doing this with her and she has a title, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that she should be a single competitor kicking people's asses on the weekly. And I hope it doesn't take them three years like they're doing with Shayna Baszler now yeah. to realize it. Well, someone that did take some time to get realized all the way to the top is Big E. And he had a cage match for the WWE title. Another hard-hitting one, a fun one. I liked that Hurt Business got involved and New Day was on the outside. It was shenanigans, but I thought it was fun. I liked that they did that, then cleared it out so they could have an actual match. I popped big when Lashley kicked out of the big ending. Big E gets the win, and then... The best part, Drew McIntyre comes out and points his sword at Big E, saying he's going to be the one to challenge for it. Justin, how'd you? The, the great main event, right? Yeah, good main event, <clears throat> fun. Um, it's great to it's great to have a fresh world champion. It's great to have a champion who you can hear is over. I mean, that crowd is really into it. There is no, yeah, you know, manufacturing piping and sounds. I mean, you know, Big E's over. That's cool, you know. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a pass on the Drew judgment right now, only because I, I am intrigued to get back to heal Drew. We had a babyface run for Drew, which was fine, and obviously I know it. Issa doesn't sit well with her because you know he's a he's beaten Brock and all this all this stuff. Oh, but, shut up! <laughs> but um, you and know Goldberg, two strikes against him. <laughs> uh, but you know, but but like. I mean, I, I, he can get away with this. Do away with your sword. He doesn't need a damn sword. But uh, heal Drew. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let me hear a little bit of it, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Get rid of the damn sword. Stop yeah. with the sword. What's well, a good, good point, Issa? What weapon does Big E need to have to battle the sword of Drew McIntyre? Big E doesn't need no weapon. He ain't no 
he doesn't need a weapon, okay? Maybe no. Drew McIntyre does. Rumor has it that Drew has been sitting in Gorilla waiting for Bobby Lashley to drop the title so that he can get right back into the title picture. He was like, okay, hear my music. As soon as the cash-in happened, Drew McIntyre wanted them to hit his music, but he was out of the country. So, of course, we had to wait a week for it to happen. Listen, the match was absolutely incredible. That thrust fall that Kofi Kingston did, I can't even do a thrust fall with my nephew, who is one of the people yeah. I love the most. This dude is like doing it from the top of a steel cage. Props to him. That big <laughs> ending from the second top rope, I think he hit yeah, it to the finish the rope, match. Yeah. Incredible. Everything was great. We're all having fun. I'm about to open my bottle of Grey Goose and pour a shot because I was like, wow, this episode of Raw was incredible. And there it is. There, the yeah. music hits and it kills all the momentum. Whatever. I hope he gets drafted and far away from Biggie. <laughs> I, I'm not really, a, I'm not really a fan of the sword. I was just teasing because someone said earlier they don't want me to say I loved it. Uh, but something I noticed: this is, you know, this these are the details I look for. A lot of people look for certain things, but I look for the real details. You notice Drew had a little bit of hair in his face, and that's usually evil Drew. Evil Drew lets the hair in his face. Good Drew pulls it back in a ponytail or puts it behind his head. I think we're seeing shades of evil Drew coming. I think we're going to get this the Scottish psychopath again. What do you That's think face paint? About. What do you think face paint Drew is? Because he uh, painted his face for Seamus. So what was that one? Oh, that's just like that's like uh, the demon. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a separate thing. It's, it comes out every now and again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Drew doing his best Mel Gibson Braveheart impersonation cosplay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird that was weird but I, yeah i think we're gonna get evil drew soon i think we're gonna get me the the the, the best drew the mean drew and i think him versus Big E would be great is assuming they're on the same as long as he loses yes yeah yeah he's not gonna take the title from me it's a nice filler again we're we're in that time of year where like we got salty shows so things come out of nowhere we gotta make detours for the salty shows survivor series is the next big show then it's that holiday lull and then it's we just announced today rumble is going to be in st louis in the dome on a saturday at the end of january hop hallelujah saturday we all don't have to stay up all damn night on sunday um <laughs> so like I, I feel like yeah drew's a nice little again a nice he had a long world title run so he's a like, he's credible so he's the perfect next credible guy for biggie to beat to to further this new you know world title run for biggie yeah, I agree. I think it's a good run. Do you think that'll hap that'll ha probably happen at? Um, that's a that's a Saudi Arabia matchup. Then you're thinking, Drew. It's a, I think Gibby. it's gonna if they keep them in the same brand, it's not gonna be a one off. It's gonna be a little yeah. bit of a feud, I would assume, especially during this like down times, like what um, Justin said. I do expect Biggie title run to just be a bunch of big guys that he fights just because of his past statements, and I'm excited yeah. for that. I appreciate the big meaty man slapping me too, so I'm here for it. And Drew McIntyre yes. does put on good matches. You know, I just like to see him lose those matches, but he does put on good matches. Stop yeah, he's saying slapping meat. Slapping meat. meat. <laughs> yeah, you you tweeted it earlier, and I read it in your voice, and I said, "Stop saying that." <laughs> oh, there's gonna be next time. Gonna... I'm gonna send it on a voice note. <laughs> Just Raw, to save you the work. Raw is gonna be the brand of slapping meat. I think for the next next little while. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, some women don't want a guy to say moist. I don't need to hear a girl saying slapping meat. <laughs> Big There's meaty man be... slapping meat. There, there it is. Uh, 
I mean, that does it for the show. I thought this was an amazing episode. I thought it was fun. Uh, did you guys have any any final thoughts, anything to kind of wrap things up with? I was just going to say, I think that Raw has had a couple of really solid in-ring actions for a couple of weeks now. I, you know, but this episode was overall pretty, pretty good. Hopefully they keep it going. We'll see. I'm excited for the draft. I think we need a shakeup desperately. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think it'll be fun, especially Raw. Raw really needs it. Uh, Justin, any any final thoughts? No, pretty good Raw. Uh, again, I kind of better than what I thought. I thought it could be a real, real throwaway with the draft coming, but they wrapped up some bows potentially in a nice way. It was definitely not the worst use of three hours. So pretty good there. No complaints. Uh, in the chat, uh, Hojo to go. Belinsky says, we need drunk Raj and drunk Issa and Justin keeping score. Great job tonight. I get the hint, Hojo, to go. I get the hint. I'm taking it. I'm taking everyone, everything personally today. What am I keeping score? <laughs> and Hojo, let me let me just put this: if Raj is drunk and Issa's drunk, I probably ain't gonna be able to keep score myself. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Preppy Jack can keep the score, and I'll I'll just you know, I just get you just get drunk with us. I was about to say, like, if it yeah. both... <laughs> that's not fair, right? Like, yeah. everybody I, drunk. I was about to say, if I go on a show with you, with you and Raj and you both tell me you're both going to be drinking, like, I don't think I'm going to be the sober one either. So. No, yeah. no, that would be fun. Book it, Raj, the drunk <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, and uh, Pablo Duran in the chat says, thank you all. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pablo. Appreciate you being on the show. Or- listening to the show and, and the super chats as well thank Gracias, you to everyone, Pablo. by the way thank you to everyone who's been listening to the show and a part of the show i shout out people in the beginning if i didn't say your name i'm sorry i was just saying whose name was on the screen at the moment uh <laughs> but you're all appreciated again if you could leave us a five-star review like comment share subscribe all that good stuff uh make sure to tune in tomorrow for the nxt after show on wrestling inc as well as wednesday for the aew dynamite after show and of course friday for that smackdown rampage doubleheader and follow at wrestling inc on social media to stay up to date with all the news that seems to be happening every single minute these days it's just a busy time to be a wrestling fan that does it for us uh and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the nxt after show thank you bye Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.